It's Friday, January 14th, 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we explore the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as the occasional off-brand super-powered story. Uh, and when I say we, I'm referring to an assembly of Nerd Avengers that I'll waste no time introducing. Uh, he's back and ready to talk DC for a change. It's Frank. Oh, he's muted too. <laughs> I'm actually glad to be talking DC for a change. Like, I'm actually glad there's something positive about that's I, the DCEU. That's, that's, uh, that's why I said it. That's why I said yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I am. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. No, I, I, I was were... backing you up. I, I got. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I was just. I was just like. I don't I want to talk anymore are. now. I want to talk I hope about Marvel you, stuff. Now. I hope you're glad because that's what I put on the thing. I um, am glad. Welcome back. Um, you weren't feeling up to it last week, but we we held it down uh, for probably the last Marvel talk we're going to have for for a while, uh, or at least entirely Marvel talk. Um, we did Spider Man last week, and uh, I think we're going to be doing some Peacemaker stuff for the next uh, few weeks. So if that's not your cup of tea, people uh, listening. Maybe check back uh, <laughs> when there's something else to come. No, up. no, no. Check back. Just leave a like if if you don't. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, now. listen to Frank. Listen to Frank. Leave a All like right. and comment. We have another person returning that's been gone for a little bit. Uh, he's our man behind the switches. It's Ricky. Hey, I'm back. Ricky's back. Yep, I'm but back again. But there's a good chance Ricky might not be here next week, based on that mask <laughs> he's wearing right now. Yeah, I got COVID. That's a it's a fun update in my life. So wearing the yeah. mask out of protection of everyone in my household. Yeah. Um. You know. I don't. I don't believe that's actually Ricky. Say something only Ricky would say. Um. Frank's wife likes me. That's true. No, that was true. That was. <laughs> that was true. Yeah. You're a time traveler. The time traveler's wife. There was, the only, of the past. there was only one month in the history of our show where Frank's wife liked Ricky. She was a huge fan. And it, then she actually paid worrisome. attention to what he says. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we do also have a guest, uh, so we should probably bring them out too. Uh, since we, like we mentioned, uh, Peacemaker is what we're going to be talking about. Uh, they actually dropped three episodes this week. And because of that, I needed a guest uh, I could count on uh, to binge all of it in time since it came out all yesterday. Uh, so I called on a good friend of the show. Welcome back, Clark. Hello. There were so many ruder ways I could have said that, but I was yes. like, I was like, I need a nerd that will just super geek out on a three hour on about two and a half hours of, of content. And, and uh, <laughs> I did. I found one. I always Frank, have one. In. I, I just have to apologize for the first time when I was impersonating you and uh, <laughs> your wife was very kind. She <laughs> She's a little too kind. You know, it's really funny. She, she loves your voice, Clark. She loves your radio voice. Like when you do the radio voice. I don't I don't think she's watching right now, but if you wouldn't mm -hmm. mind just dropping a little line for her. <laughs> It's really funny that that Clark brought that up. Oh, sorry. Drop a line. I'll, I'll even wait, demo wait, you some. What, uh, what, what, looks like cameo. What's her first name? Sarah. <laughs> oh shit. Thank you, Sarah, for listening. It is uh, definitely a pleasure, and we really hope you stay tuned for the rest of the show. You're gonna see, you're gonna see that 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 number in the top corner just go up. <laughs> so many viewers. <laughs> Whoa! It did. It just jumped. Whoa! It just jumped up to one. It's just like crazy. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, uh, Clark, I think it's funny that you brought that specific moment up because uh, it's actually 
it when I was doing research to, to come out with that video that was like the 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 big giant recap of the year, um, I came across your first episode on this show, and it was in fact the episode where Frank couldn't make it. It was our first time having Frank not be able to be on the show, and so we're like Clark. Could you fill in for Frank? Because he was going to be late, I think is what it was. Frank, uh, Frank, yes. showed up, Frank, Frank showed up about 15, 20 minutes late. And so we started that show with a gimmick where you were pretending to be Frank. And then we just kind of like, by the time Frank finally showed up uh, and you dropped the, you dropped the, you know, the, 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 the act, uh, we just moved right into the news. And then we went into the spotlight and did the whole show. And then the next time you came back, you know, we're like, oh, okay, Clark's back, blah, blah, blah. And so you've been back on the show so many times that I took it for granted that I never asked you the question that every other guest got asked the first time they were on the show. I want to say almost every other guest. There were two other ones that, that got weird. Uh, but so <laughs> it got I, weird. It was Louis C.K. and it was uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Uh, so I just wanted, so basically if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, um, you know, last year we had a themed question that I asked everybody on their first, their first time on the show. And I, I feel bad cause I never got to ask you that question and we have a new one this year. So I figured we're just going to double up and we're going to ask you both questions. You get to answer them both before we move on to the rest. What does DC mean to me? No, that's not it. <laughs> but your, but your first question that you're, you're finally going to get to answer for us is. What does Marvel mean to you? And then the second one is what nerd content outside of Marvel gives you life and why? Go, Clark. And then also, if the guys have follow-ups, you have to answer those two. Oh, okay. you have to? He has to? Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, first off, for the Marvel uh, one, uh, it's been said before, you know, my favorite hero is Spider-Man. Uh, always been in. It's, it's almost a broken record. You know, people talk about Marvel, how Marvel heroes are always fr fractured. There's always something flawed. There's something wrong with them. That's what makes them relatable. And I just, I agree with that. Uh, again, I like DC. I like other things, but Marvel has always, it's always been the place where I think the most interesting stories are told. And it has more of my favorite characters and I've always really enjoyed it. And so it's, it's just a place where I just keep going back and, you know, it has, it has Spider-Man it has Daredevil and, and it has so many great ways to bring them all together. And it just, I like the way that they tell the stories. So Marvel is, uh, it's been a great source of, uh, inspiration and, uh, also entertainment. Okay. Uh, so I my the, other, I, I felt the passion there. Uh, <laughs> and so the other one, I guess is like, you know, I'm not, I, I don't want to assume mm -hmm. that Marvel is your most favorite thing. It could be, but, but even if it is, what is the other thing that gives you life? That's not Marvel and, and why? Uh, so that's video games. Uh, I, I love, I love video games. I love the history of video games. I've actually read books about the history of video games and the old Sega Nintendo Wars, but also how they came about. Uh, probably because as, as the oldest one in the group, you know, I started with Pong when I was a little kid and, you know, I've played video games my whole life. And so again, I, I geek out about them. I've had, I have every system almost. Uh, and so I have, you know, both Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo uh, 
and I really enjoy, I mean, the, the games like Mass Effect, uh, the Zelda games, uh, the Marios, uh, and then, you know, up to, you know, what we're playing now, you know, spending that year, the first year of COVID playing Division was an amazing geek out. <laughs> that, I, uh, that was great. So I would say that's my other big geek passion is, again, not just, I don't just play them. I also really like seeing behind the scenes. I like seeing who's working on them. I love the music of them. I like following what's popular, what's not, and, you know, the business of it and such. And since a lot, and I have a lot of friends that work in the industry. And no, right there with you. I, to this day, listen to probably about five hours of video game podcasts in all news, commentary, different types of uh, content. Um, even though I play a lot less games than I do or have in the past. But I think video games are especially cool because it's like this weird medium where its creation is still relatively new. So a lot of people who are at the the ground floor are still alive and were able to to talk about what they what they created and especially see them talk talk with contemporaries like it's probably some of, some of the coolest thing you know coolest little piece of history that you can find one of the nerdiest things i did is i went to the very first concert of video games live that was at the hollywood Bowl. oh man and the very first one and they had like nolan bushnell hideo kojima uh just this huge guest list of character and uh people uh who had had been instrumental in video games and then hearing the music played live there at the hollywood bowl and now it, it tours around the whole world uh still to this day playing it. and i was there at the very first concert there of it and again that was bringing it all together clark we got a shirt question in the audience gotta ask mm -hmm. what does your shirt mm -hmm. say clark uh so my shirt says uh, procrastination university uh putting off tomorrow what could be done today <laughs> And, uh, so nice. it's, um, it's just a classic that both a friend and I, my friend Alina and I, we both have copies of the shirt and, uh, uh, we shouldn't depress, procrastinate people. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a challenge. So. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. did the thing. He did the I thing. Did the thing. We, we always have people asking us to stand up and show our shirts and we're like, no, we're like, I no. did it. We're not the guest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, uh, as you can see, uh, we do have people in the audience asking questions of our guests. Uh, so let me get some formalities out of the way that includes. Oh, wait, before you do, well. before you do, I thought oh. I, we were told we were told we could ask Clark follow up questions. Oh, you can go for it. Sick. Okay, so top three Marvel heroes that are your favorites. Uh, well, Spider Man, Daredevil. That's the easy part. And third, just because I just have never seen him get the love. Even though he's my favorite X Men, is Cyclops. Hey, someday, right. someday Cyclops will get the love. You you mean like on on in cinema and TV shows and stuff? Gets, I mean John Marston and, and yeah. Ty Sheridan didn't do it for you. You mean James? Uh, you James mean James Marston? No, John Marston from from Red, <laughs> from Red Dead. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. video games for a minute. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. So sign him up. He'd he'd make a good Cyclops. Hey, he'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um. So favorite. Um top three favorite video games all time uh my favorite video of all time is final fantasy six six nice kefka uh yeah kefka uh I, I i love that game so much uh, so that's my favorite of the final fantasy uh let's see and then probably the original zelda yes Lindsay. Lindsay knows that 
if uh, Cyclops is your favorite, it means that you're a cop. Oh, he's a cop. He's <laughs> he's also my favorite X Man too. So I mean, he's, he's yeah. gonna narc us out. We're Actually, both, he's, he's my favorite too. He's a my favorite too. Mm. No, I thought he was great. Uh, who's the? What's the third video game, Clark? And then uh, let's see the third one. Um, yeah, City of Heroes. The time we had playing that was was special, and you know it, it's gone now. Yeah. But that for that period of time when we were all playing City of Heroes and we were going to the conventions, like meeting other people and actually meeting the artists and such, that was that was a great, great time. That's interesting the, because I think your opinion of that transcends the actual game itself. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I do agree that probably so, this yeah. because I went back I went back and reloaded it because they have a they have a private server that goes, Yeah, it's not it's not good. No, I I, I couldn't server, but but the experience of of playing with friends of playing with people yeah. together at that time you know was was great so that was a that nice. was a good that was nice. a good experience those those parties were really good too free booze free food i love that mm-hmm. and free food. in-game items yeah that too i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that too nerd but uh remind exactly. me to talk to you about Ron McDonald, now. uh clark He's a uh, video game composer and he's got this Kickstarter and he's working with other um, video game composers and he's making like this crazy album. Uh, but we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it in the yeah. nice. What do we call that thing? The the, top, the one stop shop. The one yeah. The, the one stop talk shop. I think that's called the soapbox. Yeah, the Frank. soapbox. That's it. The soapbox. And I'm going to segue in Sponsored and talk about all the other things that we're going to get to. <laughs> get the formalities uh, out of the way. Yeah. Thanks, Frank. As advertised, people. We will be putting a spotlight on Peacemaker episodes one through three today, but before that, we'll be catching up, uh, you know, a bit more. So you can you can chat a little bit more after we're, I'm done doing my spiel here. Uh, we also have some nerd news to discuss and a round of trivia that we call Contest of Champions. Uh, for those of you just uh, you know joining us live right now, don't be shy. We'll be checking the comments regularly, and if you can't get enough of us, you should visit www.patreon.com slash genxmedia where you'll find a variety of creative offerings including recent episodes of our live after show which Frank just mentioned the soapbox uh, patrons get exclusive access to chat with us uh, but if that's not your thing don't worry we'll be releasing it to the public next week uh, we're also kind of using the soapbox as, a, as an interesting um, place right now to uh, talk about shows that don't really quite fit into the most, mostly Marvel one that are very popular among people uh, in our groups, in our social social circles. Uh, so, like, particularly, we're talking a lot of Boba Fett lately on that show. So, if you're interested in our opinion of Boba Fett, uh, definitely check out the soapbox either live uh, tonight after this show or next week uh, when it goes up um, on uh, or for free on YouTube. That's funny. If you're interested in hearing us dunk on Boba Fett all night, uh, please come. <laughs> Probably, by. yeah. We oh, have I dunk- I dunked on it pretty hard last week, and that episode went up live, or it went up uh, available to the public on uh, Wednesday. Uh, so if you haven't caught that, check that out later too. Which episode uh, was that? The electric slide episode, the one that ended on what, yeah. him doing the electric yes. slide with the Tuscans. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, yes, it's that one. It's that one for sure. Uh, all right. So, like, Ricky, Ricky, or Frank, you're welcome to ask Clark any more questions, or we could just move on to the news, whichever we want to do. Ricky, you got or, a question? Or Clark can no. ask us questions. Yeah, ask, ask, ask us a question, Clark. Yeah, you're, you're our guest. You ask us questions. You make <laughs> us questions. Uh, let's see. What is 
a uh, a Marvel or a comic property that you haven't seen yet made into a video game that you would like to see? Mm, Daredevil is not has never made I mean yeah made it to the light it's of day. If, if, if Rocksteady made close. a Daredevil game, oh. yeah, I know for reals. The Except the screen know? would be all black; it'd be annoying. Yeah. You're so so naive, so naive. <laughs> or it'd be blue, and Evanescence would be playing. Right? Would, yes. No, it worse. is not just the Batman game. It is just the Batman game. No, it's not. Does the Batman, Batman go game to court? A... Does Batman go to court? Oh man, that is amazing! Does so Batman go to court? game with Batman? That would be amazing. I I would die. I would die. You for do that. Yeah, Batman fighting exactly. with uh, Telltale courtroom scenes, and you're good to go. No, not Telltale. Not Telltale. Phoenix Wright. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix Wright. Wright. Yeah. Do you ever play yeah. Phoenix Wright, Ricky? I played one of them. Play one yeah. of them. Eh? I'm just saying, a Daredevil game is is too much reading. What <laughs> yeah, the hell? Right. <laughs> if Ricky wanted to read, he'd go to school, right? Ricky, Ricky, answer Clark's question. Oh man, what what property? Um... <clears throat> No, I didn't say ask Clark a question. Well, no, it was what video was it what video game property or what property in general? What what, what Marvel, Marvel property? What, Mar- what Marvel would property? you like to see made as a video game? Oh that man. hasn't yet. Um I would want like a cool ass like Iron Man game. I mean there was a the movie tie-in games, right? And he's he's in the fighting No And they have the VR, game. but I can't play that because yeah. I don't have VR. So um, wait, like, did you see Iron Man? Iron Man had a three sixty game Xbox. Yeah, he has a lot of games. Does he have a 360 game? Is it not VR? Yeah, that's not VR. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's not the yeah. movie um, game either. In fact, in that in that game, you had to get that game in order to get a trophy unlocked in the Incredible Hulk game that followed it. I know this mm. because I only played the Iron Man game to get that trophy in Incredible Hulk. But there were movie games, right? Yeah, it was, it was a. I think it was loosely based on the the first movie. Yeah, yeah. There's I actually have toys that are from that that game. Oh, that that are. Game? That they made toys that are considered MCU character figures because, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's that that game is in the MCU, but it's it's a totally separate Iron Man story. Yeah, the VR one's pretty dope. I like that one. Frank, what's your question or what's your answer to this question? Uh, simple, Darkhawk, Darkhawk <laughs> all the way, baby. See, that would be sick because I, I would imagine it has the changing, like he could change from uh, his alter ego into Darkhawk, like at the push of a button. And then, like, do little missions and stuff. That'd be freaking fantastic. I'd like a Souls-based, okay. a Souls-type game, but with Ghost Rider. Yes. I'd settle for a Road Rash-type game, but with Ghost Rider. Okay, that's cool, Okay, too. I like that one, too. Well, why, can't it, why can't it be, like, a Dark Souls, but then there's some writing sequences? You, you mean Road Rash sequences? Yeah, some Road Rash sequences. <laughs> yes. That'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I want your guys' game, uh, actually. More Marvel, Marvel, call us if you need help. We're, we're yeah. here. We're here for you. Yeah, we are the idea guys. They're all like, uh, design us a level. We're like, nope. We just come up with the ideas. Just the ideas. Just the ideas. Just the ideas. Yeah. All right. Is it time, Ricky? It is time for. I love it, Ricky. I love that. No, you, that's not true because you watched our show last week. I love some of it. <laughs> Rude. It's it's not on my writer, so you don't watch the shows if you're not on them. That's so rude. Yeah. Um, 
I love that tagline. We're pretty current. Yeah, We're pretty I current. Mean, I think it's pretty honest, right? Is yeah. Honest? Alrighty. Well, let's kick this puppy off. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, Lindsay. Uh, I'll work on that. We gotta we gotta splice in those doot doots that you started the, the <laughs> news with. You had to do some extra doot doots. Wait, why are we talking about kicking puppies first off? What? what? Wait, what you guys said let's kick this puppy off. Oh, that oh, was yeah. Ricky. Yeah, I didn't no, say that. Yeah, we're kicking oh, puppies. Man. 2022, Kick. baby. Kicking puppies, baby. Wait. So, Black Panther 2 resumes filming. Um, so it's been kind of a little, 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 uh, little interesting with this schedule. Um, this is all coming from the Hollywood Reporter or Hollywood Report Reporter. Uh, as you kind of recall, last year, Leticia Wright, uh, who's in the movie got injured on set and it was a pretty severe injury so she had to take some time off and filming was was uh, set to resume uh i won't say two weeks ago and then they had a covid outbreak on set but all that has passed and they are back to filming um one little tidbit from this article that kind of has a lot of people talking are um sources are saying that winston duke had renegotiated his contract uh as part of this delay or part of this gap for a for his new heftier role in the film mm-hmm. so kind of the speculation is that uh you know given leticia wright's off off camera incidences they've they're kind of retweaking the story but that's all hearsay um but kind of what your guys thoughts are and and uh i guess excited for black panther too yeah i think you've been dancing around it but uh leticia is reportedly extremely anti-vax and it's making things very complicated for the filming of a giant production like that show. Well, like specifically, it was the issue of her getting injured and um, needing to go back home, which is in the UK, and then having to come back here to film. It right. Just caused, it caused a lot more issues with the... the because, uh, because she's not vaccinated and exactly. doesn't want to be. Yes, and because she doesn't want to be. Um, hey, man. It's, you know, it's your it's your company. And if you're, if you're the company you work for has specific requirements and you don't want to f- fulfill those requirements uh they have no choice but to work around that right and figure out a different way to go so it's unfortunate like if it, you know i think a lot of fans really wanted to see the, the promise fulfilled of of shuri becoming a black panther but like i think you'll see that still in the movie though it's will she remain by the end you know that's yeah. that's the vibe i'm getting yeah, uh, but but turmoil aside, it's still supposed to come out to November 11th uh, this year. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed that everything uh, gets wrapped up and we're still good to go. Yeah, I want to be excited for it, but uh, it's weird, it's, right? Uh, like out of the stuff coming out this year, like the Black Panther sequel is like the least exciting one, right? Well, I'm I mean, still excited for it. It's it's because there's such you know the guy yeah. died, man. Like it sucks. Yeah. Like it's. <laughs> Like, it's a weird I, I, hurdle that they they it's a it's a very uphill battle that I don't yeah. think people want them to go down. Yeah. Well, because here, here's the thing, like, and this I think Frank can can speak to this too. Like, whether or not you enjoy the first outing of any Marvel characters, like in their first movie, um, they usually come back a lot stronger. You know what I mean? Like the characters, like as as we keep the train moving, it becomes more and more fun to see them interact with other characters and stuff like that so the second one in in most cases with the exception of maybe thor um the second one uh, offers a lot of cool potential and it it's kind of frustrating because 
he doesn't get to do his second one. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but, but we, but the rest of the cast is great too. And, and if they want to do a story with just the rest of the cast, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm down to see it, but I, but it's all the, the drama off screen that really makes it. Yeah. You're just adding salt at that point. Yeah. I think the next movie, you know, had to yeah go in this direction. I am excited to see Ishiri potentially as the Black Panther and such, but I don't, I don't agree with never having T'Challa. I mean, with the, the metaverse or the, the, the multiverse, you know, later on. I mean, I don't think as much as I love Chadwick Boseman, I don't think he would have wanted his that character to die with him. Uh, I think it's too good a character. Just bring back so, I, so later, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like another, if, I would like them to recast it and do the use the multiverse or something and bring T'Challa back into the universe because he's such a good character and so yeah. important. So, but I totally get why right now though, I mean, we, we need the, we need a buffer. Between yeah. Us, so I'm, I'm looking and maybe, to and maybe this movie is the buffer and then yeah. the third one. The third one just gives us a hologram. And I really, uh, Ryan Coogler is still in charge. He's still doing it. He's an amazing director and yeah. writer. And so I'm like, I trust these filmmakers. And everything so that like, man touches is gold. So yeah, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. it's a very small amount of things, but yes. I mean, yeah, but it's, but it's pretty great. solid. Three, yeah. three movies. Three movies. Yeah. Three yeah. How, how does he go to the bathroom if, that, if that's the case? <laughs> I mean, you find ways. Yeah. All right. And another piece of news coming in just within the past hour, we get our first look as at Leslie Grace as a Batgirl. All right, oh Leslie Mann as Batgirl. Are you nice. ready to see the Batgirl? Leslie Mann. They huh? got Leslie Mann on loan. Leslie from... Mann as Batgirl. No, that looks, wow, that, that looks, is interesting. That looks pretty legit, man. That looks like and, the... right, let me let me scoot you guys over. That looks like Yvonne Craig. Yvonne Craig. Yeah, it has the, the, the shiny. But it has oh yeah it does it has the boots of like has the, the boots yeah that's cool that is that girl yeah I like not it. bad it looks cool I like I, I was hesitant to like this comic when it came out uh, I want to say a couple years ago make it maybe five years ago something like that because she like immediately Steph Stephanie Brown was Batgirl for a second and then immediately replaced by Barbara Gordon in this costume and I'm all like man this is that's stupid. That's Stephanie Brown's function is to always get replaced immediately. Big time, big time. And then, so I, I, I started reading this and I'm all like, man, I'm not going to like it. And I'm all like, I kind of like, I kind of like this. And well, then she, I just kept is, reading it. it is she playing Barbara I, I read most of the Cassandra Kane. Yeah. She's playing Barbara Gordon. Cassandra Kane's right. great. And I, and I, I love that run. Doesn't yeah. she end up in a wheelchair at some point? I thought right? it was a kind of tragic that they made Cassandra uh, Kane a bad guy. Yeah. It depends. It depends on what universe because she's not in a wheelchair anymore. Yeah, true. Not anymore. Uh, so, as a reminder, J.K. Simmons is going to be reprising his role as Commissioner Gordon, and then Michael Keaton will be playing Batman. Wait, and, what do you uh, mean? Rep- what do you mean reprising his role? Oh, he, yeah, he oh, Gordon. Oh, no, sorry. This is going to be in the same universe as Justice League. Not, yes. not, not the Batman. Gotcha. Not the Batman. Yeah. Not yeah. the Batman. Yeah. Okay, I was confused. This is um, the indefinite article Batman. Uh, this gotcha. is a Batman. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Brendan gotcha. Fraser is going to be playing Firefly. Uh, oh, Brendan Fraser, not the Brendan yeah, Fraser. Not Damn. the Brendan Fraser. Nice, nice. And uh, it's this is the direct to HBO Max movie. This is a reminder too. Oh okay. no. Well, I don't think yet. Uh, maybe unburdened hey, by Hollywood. Hey man, okay. that wasn't a snub. Direct to HBO. That wasn't a snub. It was just a snub. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, no, not, not a thing. But okay, okay. Sorry, I reacted, guys. I reacted. I'm sorry. I retract yeah. my reaction. Yeah. Um, well, because like Doom Patrol was like straight to. Uh, 
streaming and, and like Disney Plus, you know. Yeah, you got well, you got to you got to have a few you got to have a few exclusives on your app to 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 bring people in, like not yeah. just shows but movies. Disney Plus pretty much does that to every other Pixar movie. They're like, you're going straight to the app. You don't get to go to theaters anymore. What was so. Encanto? Was that Pixar or was that Disney? Disney. That was Disney, that but was that Disney. was that had a theater run for about a month and then they moved. Yeah, it. yeah, a theatrical yeah. run. That's cool, but, cool. But yeah. speaking of the peacemaker himself, uh, while doing some press, our boy John Cena's a terrible picture. <laughs> That's the best picture you could find of John. He was John uh, going around, you know, and just sharing his uh, his audition rejections for some past superhero roles. And there was kind of two big ones that kind of stood out. So you want me to read a quote for quote? I mean, sure. it's, I mean, it's we're, it's a we're at your mercy. You we're at your mercy. All righty. <laughs> I can't tell you how many superhero roles I've rejected. I've been rejected for. Shazam is certainly one. There was a brief try at the Deadpool universe. Um, he's referencing uh, Cable. In that one as well, but uh, he just goes on the site how Shazam was the one that he really had his eye on and and the one that hurt the most. So Shazam and Cable. I'm glad he's not Shazam. He would make a good Shazam. I think he would have made a good Shazam. I think. I think he has a physique. I love him. I love him as no. He's got a weird physique that's way funnier as a buff dude. Yeah, but he's a squatty dude. That's the weird part. So like Shazam needs to like actually be the same size as he needs superman. to be superman-esque yeah. yeah he needs to like shazam is so close to superman that he can actually pass for a doppelganger of superman yeah but but they make they make tom cruise look tall all the time same with robert downey jr they make that's, him look tall that's so. fair but yeah but, but Cena has a giant head yeah, yeah he has a giant head on his body that's i mean true. we're not it, trying to body shame him but i'm just saying he's got a huge <laughs> head on that body okay maybe they could do like uh the hobbit and uh make him like shrink down <laughs> his body parts <laughs> maybe, maybe hire tall or short people that work with him all right well how about cable you think he would have been a good cable uh i can only say that like cable's main draw is not the muscles it's not so like i think you need to have a, a lot more acting I, chops I, I disagree to be, to be cable and anything I mean, that 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 I can't even think of his name. Anything that Liefeld draws has got to have muscles. It's got to have like yeah. muscles on top. No, of but it. it's not. It's not the. It's not the the main defining feature of, of John like, Cena has feet. Cable. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got to have muscles, no feet, and lots of pouches. That's yeah. it. That's all you need. That's John Cena. That's I liked I like Josh Brolin, but my my number one pick for for the character is still Stephen Lang. It should have been Stephen Lang all Stephen the way. Stephen Lang. Yeah. Who's Stephen Lang. Which one's Stephen Lang? From Avatar, remember that movie? Like Michael Chandler was in no. the running for for Cable. Oh, Stephen Lang. Oh, shoot, that would have been good. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. He would have been the guy. Yeah, they did a lot. Like, they did some if really you have good Stephen Lang and you have Josh Brolin like yeah. interested in your role, you're gonna take Brolin. That's true. Time. Yeah, yeah. Stephen yeah. Lang playing the Last Airbender. He didn't. Different Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Keep moving keep on. Good keep trying. Moving on. And last little bit of news. Um, it's reported that Moon Knight is going to debut uh, this upcoming March on the 30th. It's, uh, un- it's unofficially reported. Unofficially reported. Um, you're, but, um, you're, you're breaking news here if it ends up being unofficially true. reported. It's break, breaking if, rumors, guys. If it's not if it's not true, blame Ricky. If it's not true, blame me. Um, but it does slot in to the schedule. It would come in right before Doctor Strange, and end before Doctor Strange. 
I would think they would want to release it on like a, a night with like a lunar event or something. Ooh, like that'd be the cool. Lunar solstice. I don't think they're that smart. I, I like Moon Knight's movie Unbreakable. Um, also, Sixth Sense is pretty cool. Well, he doesn't actually get powers from the moon, right? He's just a moon god. Like he doesn't like charge his crystals. Like, no, he he's crazy. It, it, it's dubious whether there even is a moon god. Is he laying crystals out opinion. to charge? Is he what? Laying like crystals out to charge in a full moon bath or whatever. What are, where are you getting what crystals? What the heck? I'm just <laughs> there are people well Clark brought up the moon the lunar thing. I know people get crazy with the the crystals and the moon and the moon baths and the <laughs> Are you speaking from personal experience? Like I'm just saying if a dude named Moon Knight it does he have crystals that hey. he charges with the moon. I, 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 yeah, I get the stretch, Ricky. I get the stretch. Okay, it's interesting, okay. but not not that we know. Okay, I didn't well, know you charge crystals by moon. I didn't even I know you had to charge I don't crystals. Know, dude, go to any like back of Spencer's. You'll find like a crystal kit that you go charge. To, and whenever I see those salt ones, I try to lick them, man. Those things, <laughs> those things are dangerous around me. I treat them like like I'm a baby horse trying to lick the little like salt, salt crystals. Lick? Oh, like yeah, the, the salt crystals. The lamps. Yeah, the lamps. Have you yeah. ever? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give them a good lick next time you see one. Tell I'll them breaks you for sure. Tell them that's how I got COVID. I licked the. I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the news. You're lucky we didn't have people rate this news this time. You can you can rate it. I give it three moon back. nights. Yeah, three, three moon nights, three, three moon, moon crystals. Nights. I give it three 20. three charged out of three fully out of charged. What was the the McDonald's moon? My God, Mac tonight, Mac the knife. Yeah, Mac, well, Mac, 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 tonight. Mac, Mac tonight, Mac tonight. Mac tonight. Time. Yeah, bring him back. The OG Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah, bring him back. <laughs> That's the OG Moon Knight. All right. He's the, he's the original. He's the original <laughs> Mark Spector. Dare I ask, Ricky, <laughs> if you are ready to present the game that you prepared for us this I week? I am. The game oh. I so I worked so hard on. Are you ready? Yeah, like 15 minutes. You worked over a hot stove to make this game. Up, Walked right. uphill both ways. Do it. Alrighty. Wait, I I just remembered that Moon Knight Shyamalan also did uh freaking Avatar, the last Airbender that you guys were referencing. With oh, no man, no, that's not what I referenced. Pretty sure that was him. Well, it's time for contest of champions. <laughs> uh, trademark. I'm giving uh, no credit for that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no quarter will be given. Trademark no. not acquired. Okay, this week's game is k-pop <laughs> or marvel <laughs> all right all right um, i think i, I like you uh i like this a few I like names i'm gonna throw out there and you're gonna tell me if they're a k-pop star or a k-pop group or a marvel character wait just to check just to check is it always or or can it be an and there can always be an and okay all right cool all righty so the because first you is... shit a brick when you're like Oh, it can't be and when I did this. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. First name. Red Velvet. Are they K-pop or are they Marvel? That That's K-pop. I'll go with Clark would, on this. I would agree with Clark. Clark was pretty solid on that. Yeah, answer. if Clark's solid uh, on it, I'm, I'm, I'm with Clark. Just to be clear, you know that Clark lived in Korea for many years of his it life. It right? is K-pop. Yeah, but all, yeah, all my yeah, K-pop yeah. groups are now like the parents of the current K-pop. Uh, okay, are they are they all legacies like that? Well, yeah. 
it's kind of scary when I realized, oh, when I started listening to K-pop was over 20 years ago. And I'm like, ah. It's like it's like they're not they're not making albums anymore. They don't have like a Rolling Stone or they probably do. I just don't know them. The Mick Jagger K-pop. It's like a a Rolling Stone (laughs) K-pop cover band. That'd be amazing. Though I got to start that. I got to go, guys. That's your new cafe idea. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. Next name. Hold on. K-pop. Hold on. Before before you do it, Lindsay is just did asking. Uh oh. Did you account for the Clark effect? I didn't. I totally did not plan. This. Whoa! You randomly planned a K-pop uh, question trivia question with Clark here. That's awesome. Sweet. This That's is awesome. Alrighty. The I'm just really happy I got the first one right because I make no guarantees for the rest of it. I believe in you, Clark. Well, we guarantee that we'll be following you no matter if you're right or wrong. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Unless Alrighty. he's wrong. Unless he's all the Dark Phoenix, then we're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> be obviously both. both. Mm-hmm. K-pop or Marvel? Pixies. That's Marvel. Yeah, I think that's Marvel. It's 100% Marvel. She's in X-Men First Class. No, sorry. Oh, right. no, they, they, no. she, they called her Angel in that yeah, movie, but Angel. there is a character like her Isn't in X-Men the, comics. The bug wings? Yeah, the one that looks yeah, like she, a pixie. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I think a pixie she, looks she like. Was in, wasn't she a new mutant? Yeah, that's what a pixie looks like. Yeah, she's a... She's not, the, not the movie New Mutants. But she's the, definitely a mutant. Well, Absolutely. who cares what she looks like because... You are correct. Pixie she is. is a Marvel character. Yeah. I guess she does have That's, bug wings. I'm, that, looks I'm like trying Gre- to that looks like a Greg Land drawing yeah. right there. <laughs> Lindsay has a riddle uh, that I don't know the answer to. Oh, what? Fr- I'm frantically. That's a good question. Is this like a, bonu- is this like a bonus round of the game? Yeah. Clark, if Cyclops was a Kore- were a Korean dish, what would he be? You can take your time to answer that. You'd have to be right something now, spicy, right? Let's let's keep let's keep going on this one, and Clark can answer that <laughs> okay. question at the end. Pentagon, K-pop or Marvel? Would you call him Lady Gaga? Pentagon. <laughs> oh, Pentagon. I'm gonna guess K-pop. All right, I'm going with Clark. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Clark. K-pop. That sounds like a K-pop name. Mm-hmm. The mighty yep. Pentagon is indeed a K-pop. That is way uh, more than five. I thought it was going to be a five-person K-pop You team. would think it would be. Yeah. Like a starting basketball Maybe team they were counting all sides and and edges. Oh, okay. Or sides and, and angles. Yeah. Does Pentagon translate to Korean? Like, does it, it, mean it means else? nine-sided in Korea, actually. Well, I'm sure I they don't have. I don't know how to say it in Korean. I didn't learn geometry. <laughs> all righty. You didn't take your Korean geom- geometry class in the language classes? Oh, there you go. That's how you say Pentagon. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or that well, might have been the dish for Cyclops. I don't know. Whatever Cyclops <laughs> is, either. he needs to be... Fire chicken. Fire he chicken? He needs to be some mean cuisine. Mean cuisine. Is that K-pop or Marvel? Is it... Mean... Wait, are you saying mean cuisine or... Or something other than cuisine. Mean cuisine. Okay, you are saying cuisine. I, I would. I'll forgive the COVID for that one. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's a. That's a. That's a Marvel character. Clark, the K-pop. Gosh, mean cuisine. I'm gonna go Marvel. That's that's. Yeah, that's weird. Frank. Um, Marvel also. I'll follow. Oh shit! Yes. It is Marvel, the mighty mean cuisine. Mean cuisine? Just to just make sure you're, I'm saying it right. Fruits, 
steak with banana brows is indeed a Marvel character. Because if it was green, it would be mean pudding. <laughs> BTS fans. I didn't know that that button did that. I wouldn't have pushed it otherwise. <laughs> I'm going to stop trying to push buttons. I just wanted to see what, what it said, and then I didn't think it was going to show the entire world. I love that Joel tried to uh, insult us and spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, naked baby. Don't front. You guys, you guys know you're a BYS fan, and then he had to immediately correct his spelling. <laughs> yeah, I love Biss. Yeah. Yeah, this this is awesome. Tomato bis. Last one I, on the list. Magma. Or Marvel. That's, I mean, I well, think we all a, know that. We yeah, all know she, that one. She was the main character in uh, X-Men Legends, I think. Yeah. She was. Magma. She's, I think it's a she's, hand. She's also one of the only uh new mutants that I don't have a figure of. She's she's from, never made she's, one? she's from the New Mutants uh comic, the 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 demon bear story. So I a hundred percent know this answer because I read that comic last week, last year. Uh, Well, Dennis, just the same. I'm going to go with what Clark says. Oh, correct. I know. I am. Um, But apparently magma is also the name of a K-pop group. Oh, I I would have gone. And photo. I could not locate. Except (laughs) for their logo. That's Magneto's logo. Yeah, I know they're Magneto's. The Magneto's. That's cool. And that's it. That's our K-pop or Marvel game. Yes. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, I, I, Chem- I, you know what? I actually really appreciate the effort or the or the 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 poll that you did there because I know you were struggling to come up with a game. So, so ten minutes uh, for the show. That's a really that's a really clever one. That's good. Um, I just think, oops, for doing that with Clark because like <laughs> he's gonna know he's gonna know all the answers. I mean, um, we had a, it's good we had, we had an expert though. We did have an expert. So that was that was a pretty good one. I would like that to was, see that game come back. That was okay, fun. That was, that was there could be one. variations. Oh yes. yeah, obviously don't just do K-pop, but uh, but definitely if next time if you got I'll a do different porn like stars or Marvel for Frank. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. next time just double check with us if the guest happens to be a specialist in that subject <laughs> beforehand. So Frank's a specialist in that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like that one. That was pretty good. Cool. Uh, and we're all winners because we all yeah, we all just, we all games, agreed right? with Clark unless we absolutely already knew the answer anyways. Uh, good job. We're winners, guys. We're all right. Winners. I think it's time to finally do the thing that we, we promised we'd do. All right. You guys ready? You guys I'll ready? Shirts, guys. Do it, Ricky. We've waited long enough. Uh, and not to take our shirts off, by the way. Um, it's time to put a spotlight on Peacemaker episodes one through three because they gave us three because that's what HBO Max likes to do. Uh, a good when, little gift. It, yeah, it is a nice little gift. Uh, but before we do that, uh, spoiler warning, if you haven't watched it yet, um, I one, we understand because it literally just came out yesterday. Um, but please turn away and come back when you have had a chance to watch all three. Um, you'll thank us later. Is there I mean, lots of spoil for this first three episodes? Yeah, because like every moment that makes you laugh is something that we're gonna probably talk about. And that's true. You know what I mean? Like it, you, you, I don't. I mean, that question coming from you is dubious at best, anyways. Because like <laughs> you don't think anything is spoilable. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, all, yeah. and then the sled was rosebud. It's yeah, exactly. Whatever. So we're just saying, uh, you know, like. If you if you want to be surprised by by the things that happen in the show and you haven't had time to watch it, 
uh, just come back and watch the show later when it's not live. It's fine. It will still, yeah, we'll there's still like be, a, a we'll still two week gap, right? From episodes one through three to four. No, four is next week. It's four next week. Yeah, next yeah. week. Oh, yeah. yeah, no more. I thought there was a gap. There's an, no, there's an episode every week until uh, March. Yeah, this oh. show's going to keep us. This, this show's going to pay the bills for the next few months, uh, guys. We're good. Yep, to go. He's the best Marvel character in. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but but yes, to Frank's point, uh, yes, this is the mostly Marvel podcast, and sometimes we like to flex that mostly uh, because sometimes there's just not a, a Marvel show or movie. They're taking or a break, you know. We got a Doctor to Strange to look yeah, forward to. They we're not we're not complaining either. They gave us a solid year, uh, and yeah. so we're just gonna we're happy to have some On DC content. March thirtieth, we may have a Moon Knight. So yeah, here's <laughs> exactly. Here's here's the here's the the general rule, and this is something that Stan Lee always always said. This is why he always referred to DC as the distinguished competition. Uh, the creativity of one company is directly impacted by that of the other. So whenever one does something cool, it motivates the other to do something cool. Yeah. And I think Peacemaker sets the highest of <laughs> bars for this year. For this year, that is a high bar. I it is it is the awesome. way it pretty funny because you think about like wade wilson and then you think about slade wilson and you're like <laughs> mm, i don't know guys i think that's just a blatant ripoff yeah, yeah yes. for sure for sure but well, well, well let me ask you this before we get in, into all of it okay was suicide squad your favorite piece of superhero content last year it was one of my favorite pieces of superhero content it, i think spider-man's a no-brainer Spider yeah. Yeah, yeah spider-man's it was, a no -brainer. It was, it was number two yeah it was my number two Okay. Yeah, Sorry. It like, was so I, not my number two. <laughs> what was your number two, Clark? Uh, Please don't say Shang Chi. Please joke? don't say Shang Chi. I will not say Shang Chi. Are you say BTS or B BVS or whatever it was? BYS. BYS. Uh, no, definitely not Modok. Uh, yeah, I would say probably Falcon Winter Soldier. Or okay. really? Uh, or uh, Wonder uh, WandaVision, which I liked more. I think the most of all of us, but we went through that. But that's but that's only because Wonder Woman eighty four came out only a few weeks before the new year, right? Yeah, that's not on the list. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, but no, I liked I liked Suicide Squad, but uh, I, I I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I I liked doing the watch party with the three of you guys. Like that was <laughs> yeah, fun. Like that was uh that was a blast. Like I, that, I guess it meant more to us than it did you, Clark. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, and really, no, I guess. what was it about the Suicide Squad that, that that what would it have needed to fix in order for you to give it the, the number? Well, two just spot? the humor. You know, there's the 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 dark humor, the James Gunn stuff that that I I don't relate to as much. I still really enjoyed it, but there are some parts that where it was a little, you know, the violence and the uh, the. It isn't for. I don't want to say the right word. Uh, I got I got a, I got a yeah. question that'll help clear this up for Clark. What is your favorite James Gunn movie? Oh yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. There it is. Yeah, it's not, it's not it's not Slither. Yeah, it's not Brightburn. Mine it's is bright. it wasn't directed. Was mine is super. Mine is super. Super's great. I like Brightburn. Yeah. No line yeah. budding. I, I made the mistake. I started his. watching Super. He wrote it. He wrote not it. knowing yeah. what it was, and I'm like, oh no, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> Once you see I Pete Davidson's the, the... face get blown off. I mean, while, while that made me very happy, makes yeah. him, I don't want to say it reigns him in, it, but it, I feel like it makes him get a little bit more creative with his his comedy, right? You can't just Wait. have the punchline be an explosion. Oh, you're saying the PG-13 helps him or? Helps him a little yeah. bit. 
To be uh, to be clear though, this is just a flavor thing. The guy is yeah. brilliant. Yeah, and, no, and, I, yeah. And Suicide Squad was a great movie. Yeah, so, that wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. I wasn't it's, judging yeah. you, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I think this helps clear things up. Like, if Guardians is your favorite gun thing, then I can see how Suicide Squad can be mm-hmm. not your favorite Polarizing. gun thing. You know, and yet yeah, I'm loving Peacemaker. Uh, <laughs> as, as well, it, it has that, but it has the balance. But then again, we'll get to this. But that that opening, the opening of it, is just one of the greatest things ever, and <laughs> it just brings me yeah. so much joy. That how'd, how'd you feel about yeah. Cobra Kai, Clark? Or did you? I love Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, Cobra Kai was. I, I finished. Uh, I just finished season four, and that. But I didn't start watching it until season three. Oh, really? Went to Netflix. Because then I didn't have YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so, so you binged like one through. Three I binged one came. through three. Yeah. And then, Lindsay and Lindsay and I were actually talking about that show versus Cobra Kai. Yeah, it's or, like got the same me. DNA. I feel. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does have the same DNA. That's pretty funny. I need to watch Cobra Kai, but I feel like there's such a big hurdle to you, watch you, all the movies yeah. first. It, do you know how easy it is to watch an hour and a half movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're I mean, they're still entertaining. I think they they're not Pretty big good. hurdles at all. Like yeah. we make we make you we just make you watch two hours two and a half hours of Peacemaker this week. I mean, you so got to watch should, more Spider Man. You watch Howard the yeah, Duck. You should yeah, know exactly no exactly. You watched Howard the Duck for this show. Like yeah. I don't I I just randomly watched the both the first two Ninja Turtle movies this week. <laughs> they just they put were those just up. there. They were just yeah. there. Yeah. They put those up this week, I think. Right? Anyways, we're getting off on a bit of a tangent, but I just yeah. wanted to clarify for anybody who needed a quick recap of, of Peacemaker. Uh this is following the events like like we were talking about of, of the 2021 Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Uh and after making a miraculous recovery. Peacemaker uh, returns home only to discover that his freedom comes at a price. That's basically the small tagline that that I, I was able to pull up. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like it captures all a lot of the comedy uh, and and of Suicide Squad because it's the same it's the same person that's that's in charge of both, you know. And like uh, James Gunn actually wrote, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but he wrote the entire first season in eight weeks during COVID quarantine. Uh, out of pure boredom, not knowing, <laughs> not actually believing the series would ever get picked up. Wow. He just wrote it for his own amusement. And then he's like, hey, DC, I have this. And they're like, of course we'll make it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You gave course. us the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is this is the product of a man just sitting at home uh, with nothing better to do than writing the most ridiculous wackadoo story he could come up with. And, and that's that one of the reasons why, why it's so glorious. It's so glorious. Yes. That but makes that puts into perspective what I do when I'm bored alone at home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I really got to put that down and then start uh start writing something. I mean, he just take 8 weeks, okay? I don't know if like you can afford to just not work for 8 weeks and stuff. Like I think that's that's a thing that not everybody can do, but I'm just saying. But hey, even no then, guts, no glory. Exactly. Yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Give it a shot. Exactly. But uh, what, like, I guess just the first question. So, like, you know, Clark was saying we'll get to it later. But like, uh, I just we'll just get it out there right now. Yeah, like, later. What, now. what, what, or who sold you on this this show so far? Oh, it's it's John Cena, one hundred percent. You know the guest answers first, right? No. You call no. One year into this, and I don't. Episode forty nine of the Den Excelsior. He's on not in this house, son. Not in this house. I blame the vid. 
All right, so we got Ricky's answer, and let's go to Clark. Uh, I was going to say, Ricky's on borrowed time. Like, he doesn't have time to <laughs> yeah. not answer. Got to get it out there. That's fair. I That's might not fair. finish the season. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Clark, go for so, it. Uh, for me, I, I, and I was excited about John Cena because I like John Cena. I actually like him. Uh, I actually watched the uh, firefighter movie he did. That was that was tough, but uh, I, I like John Cena. So that going into it, and I liked his character in Suicide Squad. And I'm watching it, and when the opening beautiful music, the opening started, and I'm watching, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm here uh, because it's so. It's so James Gunn. It's so who we were talking before. He loves sharing music. He loves having music be an integral part of it. And I did a little research and there's an article in Rolling Stone that's almost ex- just about the opening. And he actually wrote it the first day that he started writing this. So he wrote the whole opening and he just had the idea and he wanted it to just be the greatest thing you've ever seen. And, and he, uh, the, the song is from a Norwegian metal band. Yeah, uh, wigwam. yeah wigwam and that that of course i had never heard of but just he already knew it and said oh i think this this these lyrics fit great with peacemaker but what i love finding out is that the choreography of it which i totally want to know was done by someone named charissa lee barton who is married to alan tudyk oh, and nice. so when she sent the choreography over alan tudyk was doing the peacemaker moves nice <laughs> i so want to see that tape that that's going to be released so bad yeah it actually uh, was it cool. was it came out earlier today. get alan tudyk on the damn show then please. The, the alan tudyk thing was released earlier today yeah there's like a five ten second clip of him dancing in the, oh, nice. on, on the set well oh, nice. we'll, have find for this. we'll have to find that so and the and he talks about how what he wanted it is to be completely goofy, but everybody being absolutely serious, dead and just dead face, dead yeah. and serious. And this is yeah. actually I've I've talked about this before. This is one of my favorite forms of comedy about being absolutely serious about the absurd, and yeah. that's what I love. Monty Python does that uh, and such, and that that's one of my favorite forms of comedy. So watching. Watching that just really triggered me. I'm like, okay, I absolutely love this. Why, why do you yeah. poop all over me when I do it then? Why do you do that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Because totally Monty serious. Python does it excellently. Oh, man. No. Stupid Monty Python. Yeah, it's fair. They, um, I've, I've always been in Monty Python's shadow, to be honest. Is James Gunn just like a good Zack Snyder? Why did you even put them in the well, same category? Both of them are, are no. Let's hear about Let's hear Musical, musical heavy. Like Zack Snyder, <laughs> movie goes on in like these fucking musical interludes with characters. Oh so so okay, wait. So you're we're, saying that no, if, no. if James Gunn were a video game protagonist, his last boss would be Zack Snyder. Yes. No, no, I like it. I like it better this way, Ricky. I, let's reframe the question. Is Zack Snyder the worst James Gunn? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like he's the worst okay. variant. In, in Ricky's, I, I get what you mean about how they both lean heavy into music, but James Gunn does it. It's not hitting you over the head with the music, it's the music enhances and accentuates. Well, I think that's what makes so. Zack Snyder such a bad James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. Because they age. both have the same kind of style of, of humor with their violence or whatever, or the, the same kind of like nihilistic approach to their their violence. But um, Zack Snyder takes himself way too serious, I think, is the is the difference. 
but also the other the other one that's overlooked because you're just looking at it from the music angle. But the other important thing to to think of is uh, when I see the words written and directed by Zack Snyder, I cringe hard. <laughs> if I see written and directed by James Gunn, the biggest smile on my face ever. Well, where did be- what was the turning point for Zack Snyder where people were like, eh, was it Watchmen? It's probably Man of Steel, I would say. Watchmen came first. No, yeah, no, no, but Watchmen was still good, though. No, when, when, no, he's saying when they said, eh. Uh, like, that was, was for me when I started saying, eh. Was, was Watchmen. Watchmen, really? But 300 yeah. was good. Supposedly. 300, 300 is, is, is a great movie that adapts a very small storybook. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, it, I didn't like 300 personally. I, I like it. It's, it's super manly. I mean, it's like the most macho thing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, um, but it's, it, but I, it captures the, like so, you know, it's really yeah, hard. That for Xerxes people to... was a real man's man. He was a. <laughs> well, I I I specifically remember the Zack Snyder hate after Watchmen. Like I I remember that being because very... because he chose to to change the ending, the ending of Watchmen. Yeah. I want and... to say it was like Sucker Punch. Wait, are we only talking about comic book Zack Snyder, or are we talking about this as as really a filmmaker? General. No, Sucker but Sucker, Sucker, Sucker Punch was after Watchmen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I like thought it was Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. That but was... I was also a teenage boy. At that well, time, I mean, so. the question's uh, subjective, right? I started yeah. saying, eh, Watchmen. Watchmen. And then by the time I saw the trailer for Sucker Punch, I was like, no. I, I thought you didn't like no. Sucker Punch because uh, he promised an R rating at con and then no, did not he deliver. Didn't... I don't remember he... him promising that. Yeah, I'm, pretty, no. I'm 90% sure he promised an R rating. No, I didn't like Sucker Punch because he showed me a trailer at Sucker of Sucker Punch. <laughs> Yeah, and and then I was like, no, and we know Joel, Joel, we know you like Sucker Punch. I, I like Sucker it's Punch okay. too. I thought it, I thought it was a kind of Oscar cool Isaac with that movie. Yeah. Anyways, do, do way you think off, way any off Zack Snyder movie? Do you think if James Gunn did any Zack Snyder movie, do you think he can make it a hundred times better? Yes. Any Zack Snyder movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of Earth 2 where Zack Snyder... Dude, I would totally see The Owls of Gahul by James Gunn. Oh, man. <laughs> I would see that movie so hard, and then I would buy it. I would buy it when it came out on DVD or whatever. I, would... I, mean, I was thinking so like hard. Army of the Dead. Like Army of the Dead with James Gunn at the helm would have been yeah. a great movie. Yes, exactly. Do you know, do you know why uh, Dawn of the Dead is such a great movie? Because it's he was not written, in. because it's not written yeah. by Zack Snyder, it's written by James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn's just a way better writer, and 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 so aesthetically, yeah, Zack Snyder has some really cool directing skills when it comes to the visuals. Um, and now I know we've got a, <laughs> a Zack a Snyder fanboy because of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to repeat that on the on the for the podcast, but uh, Joel likes. Joel likes Zack Snyder way too much. Hey, I yeah. just got an email that a Z Snyder just uh, pulled out of our Patreon. Like he's no longer yeah. Yeah. Dude, supporting us. It's okay. Tamora Mar- Morrison pulled out last week, so we- it's, <laughs> like it's fine. It's fine. Um, but no, I I think I think it's a cool question that you brought up. I get I get where you're going for it. I think uh, James Gunn's been around a long time though. Like he's been, you know, he started in the trauma movies. Um, yeah. And so, Romeo like, and Juliet, I think. Right? Yeah, exactly. So he's just been doing this a lot longer, uh, and he's had he's had to he's had to like pull himself up from some really weird situations, including including cancellation. You know, so 
Um, yeah. But Frank, did you get to answer the question of what, what sold you on this show? I was gonna say, I don't even remember the question. Like at this know, point, right? like we, I know. we've gone around the world. We've who, gone to Zack Snyder being earth two variant of James Gunn. That's, that's incredible. Even for this show, <laughs> I don't know if that earth, far into the weeds. I don't know if earth two is nice. Is, 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 is honest enough. Like earth three, five, the, the lower they are. Five, yeah. Is that how they, that how that works? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, actually, uh, Freddie Stroma as a freaking man, uh, vigilante, uh, vigilante. vigilante. He you was want, awesome. You want the most fun fact? It's going to make you like him even more. Let's go. He was a replacement actor. No, the original guy quit the show during production for creative differences. Wow. And, and they had the, they pulled in Freddie Stroma as the backup. He's the oh, wow. Hugh Jackman of this show. Who's the original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Conrad was the original. That uh, the Chris original Conrad. vigilante. But I fully agree with you, Frank. That guy, I love him even more knowing he's the replacement. Yeah, that's because great. Yeah. yeah, because like anytime you can step in and just <clears throat> knock it out of the park as hard as that guy did as vigilante, and it wasn't even like it wasn't even you didn't you thought you already lost the part. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's just amazing. It, it would have been the uh, it would have been the other guys like I, I liked hardcore and I liked uh, economists like but th they had already proven themselves in the Suicide Squad so I was already I was already on board with them and I was already on board, board with Cena but like Freddie Stroma was like he was the one that hit me the hardest um se but a close second is fucking Judo Master Judo Master was on point <laughs> that guy is great Judo Master was quite on point um, yeah. Uh, just to give you a quick answer for for me, if I if I had to answer it for you, uh, I had an ordered list of what sold me on the oh show. <laughs> That's why we it don't ask you anymore, Dennis. Tiered list. Well, it's just a tiered list. It's just really quick. Uh, number one, I agree with Clark. It was the intro. I think the intro is the greatest thing ever made, and I have watched it six times now uh, since it came out yesterday. And I laugh out loud every time I watch it. It is the best thing. It just brings me so much joy. The second thing, Eagly. Because, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, that is a freaking CG eagle that hugged that man. And it is the most hilarious gimmick and just off-the-wall bonkers thing that James Gunn could add to the show. That, uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And it's so good. Number three, I agree with Ricky. John Cena. John Cena is carrying so much of the, the awesomeness of this show. And then number four is literally everything else. I There's nothing I dislike about this show. It's ridiculous. I, like I, You could list anybody. Vigilante, awesome. Leota, awesome. Harcourt, great. You know, like everybody. Judo Master, oh my god. He stole the, he stole the show in the third episode. Everybody's so good. Like Mern, like, even Mern. Like I, I yeah, wouldn't even Mern. think that you would like. Yeah, like yeah. so good. Like, I feel bad. Like John Cena's always been like, he's been in movies before, but you can always tell there's something there. Like that dude's an entertainer, and it's, it's like he's he, a professional wrestler. He was, that's you know, why. he just needed the the chance, and you know, trying to get have. I don't feel together. bad for John Cena. You know <laughs> who know. I feel bad for? Kevin Nash. Like that poor guy has been doing. All the, the the dirt jobs of, of a professional wrestler his whole life. Uh, he was he was freaking 
He was Super Shredder in the second Ninja Turtles movie <laughs> for like five minutes. He's the Russian in, in Punisher for like one scene. You know what I mean? Like that professional wrestler got the shaft. Like all the ones that have come after that guy have done such a better job transitioning into movies. It took John Cena a little while, but he's he's amazing. And everybody like knows train he is wreck. now. Exactly. Funny in that. I think, did you who didn't like him in Trainwreck? Like he just took a while. Like, I mean, if you go back and look at The Rock's like resume, dude, he did a lot of movies that we're not necessarily proud and of. TV, he continues TV shows. to do movies that we're not yeah. necessarily proud yeah. of. Like Rampage, and, Rampage exactly. wasn't exactly yeah. Oscar bait. Uh, yeah. Was, I like Rampage. Was it an Oscar bait? No, I, I liked yeah. it. I liked it too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't feel or bad San for Andreas. at all. He's just. San Andreas? He's hitting yes, his stride. San Andreas. Yeah. He's hitting his stride right now, you know? Yeah. No, good for him. Yeah, but to to talk about uh, another one of my favorite parts and with, with his acting is I really like how it's showing the character arc of Chris from the Suicide Squad to how he is now when he comes back and realizing, oh, maybe I shouldn't murder everybody, and then to to go to the end. Really look at you know you look at his face and you look at his scene is really Cena's just hitting it out of the park, as we said of of being a a blockhead character so to speak of peacemaker being like so fixed before but then having that being chipped away now because of the society or because of how his life is now and like seeing things the way I, like that's one of my favorite parts and seeing where that's going to go because it's I think it's going to be a, a more difficult journey than he thinks. I think Leota is the character that's going to help him come, come through that because she's also going through a weird journey too, right? She's coming from this crazy place of innocence, like yeah. where she sees the world and believes it to be like this really happy, nice thing. And she has to go to work every day and hear these horrible stories about her mom. And so she's having her reality, like her belief system taken, broken, broken down in the same way that peacemaker is but from the other end of the spectrum right like mm -hmm. it's so it's pretty it's pretty cool like i love that like i love her so much danielle brooks like she was on uh, orange is the new black for i don't know how many seasons but um she played piper a, or... <laughs> no she did not play piper oh, okay wait all right i can't tell if you're joking I'm joking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was doing that day humor. I thought you I thought it wasn't funny, yeah, guys. You know, like you laughing. I thought it wasn't it's, funny. It's not. It's not. I can't. I can't. I can't tell with you sometimes, Frank. I can't. Who, who was the dude from a scary movie that played Baby Dick that plays a cop in this one? I forget that actor's name. Oh yeah, you're right. I feel uh, real Lock, bad about Lock, it. Lachlan Monroe. Yeah, Lachlan, Lachlan Monroe, Monroe. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for that one. That yes. guy and and his partner is really awesome. Are really yeah. awesome. everyone's pretty awesome in this movie. I can't. Yeah, like you, I you can't know, sing everyone's praises enough. Something that's un that's that might go unspoken unless I say it right now is those two actually played good cops that like went by the book <laughs> when they were checking all the doors and then Lachlan Monroe's like, "Hey, remember that one didn't open the door," and so they're gonna come back to it. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie ever or a yeah. show yeah. like and it's unfortunate that like they did do everything by the book and then they get totally served false information and like it's hilarious it just makes for the funniest story ever that that peacemaker's dad is the guy that that uh task force x serves up as, as the <laughs> fall so guy ridiculous. 
His dad played by Robert Patrick. Freaking oh T-1000. We find the out the, the white dragon. Oh, man. Tell and us everything you want. You know about the white dragon, Frank. I, I know nothing about the white dragon. I only know that he's uh, played by white characters. That's it. That's uh, it. He is he is a a clansman leader in the in the comics. Oh, is he really? He's like That's a super yes. suit, though, right? Yeah, he is a, 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 a Ku Klux Klan super super villain. Oh um, man, that has been that that name has been adopted by several different people uh, throughout the years, and so yeah, That's and then the. That's and the great cops because, like, no matter it, right? no matter what you do to those those kind of characters, like <laughs> it, it's great. You can just do whatever you want to those kind of characters. It's and true. It, it it's feels true. justified. Well, I, I I also like. In sounds weird. Enjoy the extent that they're going with it. Like he is like <laughs> super racist in the show. Like they yeah, are not yeah. not not you... <laughs> sugarcoating it. Like yeah. but, you know they're not dancing around it. He's not trying to play like a coy racist who's only yeah. racist or private. Yeah, he when he was dropping f bombs that aren't fuck, I was like, "Oh man, did I did like, I mishear that? Did I is this Bill and Ted? Like, did I mishear like this? Stereotyping the cops and shit. Like, this dude yeah. doesn't give a fuck." Well, here's here's the funny part that was goes back to what uh, you know Lindsay and I were talking about um, this show, and then I kind of compared it to Cobra Kai, and what it is is like uh, there's a weird line, right? Because like a lot of shows nowadays, they're they're written. Uh, you can use the word negatively or positively, but with a woke, uh, you know, perspective, right? And the thing is, is that most fans generally respond better when the woke uh, stuff is delivered alongside very alpha type characters, right? And sometimes it even helps if you have some of your alphas that completely go against woke woke behavior or woke mentality, right? So, so like, like Johnny. Like Johnny, exactly like Johnny from Lawrence, Cobra yeah. Kai. The, the only Cobra pronouns Kai, are sensei and exactly. Student. Cobra Kai isn't actually a really woke, uh, and I mean that in the positive way. TV show, right? It's it's a really cool show with a lot of people that are constantly trying to like show him what he's doing wrong. He learns eventually throughout the course of the show, right, Johnny? But it take it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, dude. Seeing his character Peacemaker and and his dad by extension. Those are ridiculous characters. While everybody else is trying so hard to show him how, in, how show them how inappropriate they are, they're gonna fail with the dad for sure. There's no, there's no fixing that dad. You don't think time. he comes it's around? Like... <laughs> he becomes the the dragon of color or something like that. Or... <laughs> He's the Benetton dragon. Okay, you know what? You know what though? If the dad does come around, it's even more the best show ever. Like if they can. If they can turn redeem the dad, his, if redeem they can the redeem white the dragon. dad, yeah. If they can redeem the dad, greatest show ever. But you know what? I'm not putting the pressure on them if they can't. <laughs> it's okay if they can't. But oh man! But even the stuff with Peacemaker too, like where they're like, "Oh, you only kill minorities." Like, like he's <laughs> it's, like it's, it's funny, those dude. bits are funny. Like that's it, that's some it, boys level comedy. Like yeah, that it's really. I don't want to say shocking, but it, it's. It's kind of neat to see in like a DC show, you know. Yeah, like well, that's, just that's... in a comedy show in general, I think mm-hmm. a, a lot of a lot of shows tend to tiptoe around topics like that, but this one just dives head in. It's it's a balancing act, right? Because the you boys know? does it too. The boys is very is very woke, but it 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 gives you the stuff that feels inappropriate, right? Yeah, um, it, and it's so... like a, who's that comedian that we like uh, Mayfeld from uh, uh, Bill Mandalorian? Burr. Yeah, Bill yeah, Burr. yeah, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. It's like Bill Burr. He does the same thing. He's woke, yeah. but not. 
Well, Bill Burr, all he does is repeat what other people say, and then he presents it to you, and then you may or may not think that it's his opinion, but he doesn't actually like give his opinion often. And it's a very clever way of staying out of the argument, you know what I mean? But it's it's yeah. pretty funny. But people think he's controversial. But like when I watch him, I'm like, he's really just saying what other people say, and then making you decide how you feel about it, you know? So yeah. it's clever. It's clever, and that that is to an extent what these shows are doing, right? So like, uh, I apologize to anybody who's upset because they just figured out that. The, the, these shows they like are actually woke but they are they, no they, we're gonna get spammed now it's gonna yeah. say it's gonna say stuff they are but yeah uh okay curious what uh like do you guys know anything about the peacemaker in the comics and like and do you feel like do you feel like you, you could a- answer w- what this did better worse or differently I'm going to say 90% of the characters in The Suicide Squad, I didn't freaking know. I only kind of knew them because maybe maybe I've seen them in the background, but I didn't really know them. The only one I knew was like Ratcatcher, and that's because I knew Ratcatcher 1, not Ratcatcher 2. I don't even know if there's a Ratcatcher 2 in the comics. Uh, I knew Harley Quinn, obviously. I don't think there is. Rick Flagg and uh, Captain Boomerang, and I I think that was it. He's one of the older characters for sure. but Oh, and Starro, Starro. I didn't know the thinker. I didn't know savant. I didn't. No know. idea, and I, I don't care. But that's the and point, that, right? That kind of feels bad. It's like an open book for, for what yeah. they want to do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't so want to go back and read old Peacemaker <laughs> yeah, comics. Exactly. Yeah. And, well, and so, that's the same thing with Guardians too. Like I didn't really know anyone but um, but Yondu, and I th- yeah I think that was it. Yondu and Rocket actually I knew. I knew Groot. You knew Groot. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, uh, so you, so you guys don't feel bad. I don't, I don't, I don't think you do, but uh, oh, no. Peacemaker was actually a character not created by DC Comics. Mm-hmm. That he, was cre- he was created in the Charlton comics. Um, I can't remember. I think those are the ones responsible for Captain Marvel too. I can't, I could be wrong because there was like acquisitions. There used to be a lot yeah. more, there used to be a lot more comic book companies back in the day. And AKA then Shazam, like, right? at, yeah, AK Shazam. well, he was, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but uh, DC and Marvel just, you know, as they got bigger and bigger, they just bought up all the smaller ones. Captain Marvel's Wiz Comics. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they absorbed all these other, all these littler comics. And so they just own them and they own the rights to them and everything. Uh, so the original Peacemaker appeared in Fighting Five, um, number 40, 19, er, 1966, November. Oh, wow. uh, created by Joe Gill and Pat Boyette. So the thing is, though, like after they bought him, they didn't really do much with him. And then like at one point they created like, you know, like Earth 4 or whatever. They had a remake. They remade the character to look pretty different. He was Earth just there 4, for a, the one a few with, stories. Uh, no, Zack Snyder and it's all James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Something is that like that one? Okay. No, it's some other story, whatever. Okay. But then, you know, uh, they've done so many reboots in their universe that like actually the official time that Christopher Smith peacemaker has appeared for the first time in dc comics 2019 oh wow oh wow 2019 (laughs) and you want to know his whole gimmick is he will kill every man woman and child to preserve peace and that's it that's his entire shtick that's pretty much the the entirety of who that character is he appeared in like a big giant crossover they were doing with the the watchmen where 
they were doing some event where Dr. Manhattan was like impacting the whole clock. universe. Yeah, clock. exactly. The Doomsday Clock number nine is where he first appeared in DC Comics. No way. That's crazy. And, and he was just one of the many, many heroes that marched on Mars to try and attack uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan and got defeated. Huh. And then and then later on, Suicide Squad. He's just in he's in the comics, Suicide Squad. So like, don't feel bad for not knowing the character because the character really doesn't exist much outside of what John Cena's and, and, and James Gunn is giving us. And that I think like to what Ricky was saying, that's the point, right? So like people are always saying, James Gunn, fix all of DC. And he's like, no, I don't want to. Because James Gunn only likes to play with the characters that people don't know crap about. Because it's way easier. Because you can Zack put... Snyder fucked up. <laughs> exactly. They, they also yeah. give him, it gives him more uh, leeway. He gets a lot more slack to, to do whatever he wants with and he, and he gets a, to make an HBO Max TV show because HBO and Warner Brothers don't give a crap about what happens to Peacemaker. You know what I mean? He can literally do whatever he wants. I mean, um, talking talking about, yeah, again, how good is writing in, in those world building? One, one of my favorite lines and sequences in, in Suicide Squad is when Peacemaker gives the line, yeah, I, I will kill. I love peace with all my heart, and I will kill every man, woman, and children to you know, to get it. And Ratcatcher Two is like, it turns to Polka Dot Man, and he says, "I thought you were the crazy one." And he goes, "I am." <laughs> you know, that that's just brilliant. You know, yeah. on all of, from all those characters. Yeah, and but... and and seeing Peacemaker, uh, you know, again, like have that, and like when he's when he's doing that contest uh with uh blood sport blood sport right yeah yeah uh, yeah where they're killing uh, all the where they're killing all the, the freedom all, fighters. all the freedom fighters yeah. silently well, they didn't know they were freedom fighters you know it's a spoiler huh? uh, and, uh we just ruined yeah. it for them Damn. yeah and just to be clear peacemaker has appeared peppered throughout dc comics like once in a while but i'm saying mm -hmm. the incarnation that we that we're seeing today yeah. this version first time 2019 so like it's it's pretty funny it's just funny that like we're just getting something that's i mean he basically he had he was already when did the movie come out 2021 right so he was writing the yeah. movie probably like five minutes after that comic got printed right like, like <laughs> he probably just heard read that line in the comic and was all and like it just sparked something yeah. in his head and can i use him sure He's like, we don't ah, care i'm a little bored I, I guess i'll write this movie yeah, well, the movie was written during the pandemic, so it had to be written like during in boredom the last, in, in the last two years, right? Like was 2020. It? I felt I felt like the movie was already announced before the pandemic. Oh, sorry, I said. Oh, I meant Not, to say the show. I meant to say the show. Fandom, which is like yeah, the, 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 the movie. Pandemic. The movie was announced, or, or the movie no, got their first trailer. Have, yeah, the, the trailer in 2020. Oh, the trailer yeah. was in yeah. fandom. Yeah, yeah, because but it, I'm saying it happened fairly quick after he dipped from Marvel. Yeah, DC scooped them up for for right within months, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. That movie probably got written five minutes after Peacemaker was printed on on paper, and then like and then the comic or in the show got written, you know, like in the last two years or something. Like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny. It's really just I I think I think that's what makes this so accessible too, right? Like for anybody who's like afraid, like uh. I, Oh, these characters! All I'm so I'm afraid to watch all these Marvel movies or watch these DC movies because I don't know the characters and I don't know any. Dude, Peacemaker's the one. Like I promise you, there's nobody out there 
that actually knows significantly more than you do about well, peacemakers. Who are the who or what are the butterflies or are they a thing? Exactly. exactly. I don't know them. You know, I, or I, beyond right now, I don't know vigilante. Stuff I'm I looking online. I, I googled it. They people got centric, yeah. but I have no idea what that means. I doubt it is. People people looked. People have all got theories, but they have nothing concrete because James Gunn could do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, Amanda know. Waller is the only character in the whole show that I like have any previous knowledge of, and exactly, and that's fine, especially yeah. for the role that she plays. The vigilante has appeared in the in the Arrowverse before, um, but totally different take on it you know um but again these are just characters these are the characters that usually cw gets tossed because because <laughs> yep. dc doesn't want to use like <laughs> let them go anywhere else you know what i mean so like they're all you can't have this character you can't have guardian but you can have uh, vigilante exactly yeah so i think that the charm of this show is it's it's super accessible like and even that was the charm of the suicide squad too right like that movie you can watch that movie without watching anything else in the DCEU and still have a great time. Like, yeah, if you want to know more about Harley Quinn, you could watch the other movies. Like, you don't have to watch Javelin one through three no, first. Exactly. Yeah, Javelin yeah. one through three. Yeah, exactly. Good, good old Savant. Savant part yeah. two, I think, is where he really hit his stride. <laughs> yeah, but Michael Rooker's always been a great actor. So. Uh, you're yes. right. He's yeah. Mary Poppins. He played yeah. Mary Poppins in that yes. one movie. But for fun, since you since you guys asked the question, like, do you have predictions? Like, if like, I mean, it's pretty hard to predict the mind of James Gunn. Yeah, I was like, gonna say I can't predict that. There's like, no way. but what I guess let's In episode that. eight, Weasel. Let's yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That. Weasel could come back. That's a let's great. That's a great. Let's reframe that question to be that. Like, what would you, what would you have fun, uh, you know, seeing, uh, show up in the show. Like in the next, I you would know, be happy. Okay, Clark goes first. Yeah, Clark goes first. Sorry, <laughs> unless, unless, Rick, unless you're actively dying, well, Ricky, unless, unless you're first. unless your fever's at one o three, and then yeah. in case and I can you go measure it. It right now, it probably is at, at one o two. That's a no go. Clark goes first. Uh, I was saying, um, I you know I think they're going to continue with his his sort of quest to to maybe not be just a killer, like be defined as a killer, and he's going to totally fail at that. Go ahead. I think he's going to still have to kill just tons of people. Uh, yeah. With um, as far as who do I want to see, you know, like say come into it. Okay, I'm going to be honest. When I first saw uh, the uh, what is it the character the kung fu? It's not kung fu kid. It's judo master. Judo master. Judo master. When I first saw judo master, I thought that it was like the kid version of the detachable kid because the, the the costume looks very. <laughs> yeah. Very similar, and I was like, "Well, there's no way they got Nathan Philly into this." So, like, to get like his junior sidekick, and then I found out that it was a Kung Fu Master, and I'm like, "And then that was awesome." But so, like, who who else coming in? Um, I I think they might have strangers, but I would actually be super thrilled and hilarious if they got one of the big names to pop in just for yeah, a little bit. That's that's where I, I'm with. I like, mean. I don't know why. I was shocked that Viola was in the first episode. I was really happy. I was really happy Mm -hmm. with it, too, because they added so much depth to her character just with one scene. One scene, one chat with her daughter. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, they that's depth. That's cool. Because her daughter's a cool person, right? And right. so, like, you're like, whoa, 
Waller's not a complete asshole. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it, it just added so much to her character. It was really cool. See, it's yeah. interesting, but I still, I, I didn't view it as much like that because I still thought, wow, Waller's even using her, her daughter as a tool and manipulating her. You think because it was a manipulation that wasn't sincere? True, I, but I, yeah, I think she could I, do I don't because I, I think Waller's a character that's, that's unsavable. I think in every version that I've ever seen of her, she's always been just completely unredeemable. Yeah, but I think so, that James Gunn is exactly the kind of person that which would, would yeah, her. which would surprise me. Which I'd be interested, in. and this is exactly how it would, yeah, to reflecting with his daughter. But I think that would be, yeah, hilarious if <laughs> the Flash or like you know some like major. Oh, the student. Flash! Oh, you're talking about real, real. People. No, I mean like a real, the real, real people. I thought you were talking real, about real. Okay, people. Okay. No, no, I'm not talking about like other suicides, like like yeah, Harley. Yeah. But but you know, like you know, if Superman showed up. Or even even oh, if it was man. Shazam style, where it's just the stunt man below the <laughs> Superman <laughs> below the waist, the neck shows yeah, up. Bring it a, a big gun, you know. Yeah, oh, Ricky's making demands now. No, uh -oh. no. now he's, he's gonna, gonna be pissed. He's gonna be do pissed. It. I'm not gonna be now, pissed. Again, yeah, fine if they're not, but I, that would just be surprising to me because it's already yeah so separate. But James Gunn is, as I said, the or as we've all said, you know, he could. He's just going anywhere with this. And that's what's exciting because we have no idea where it's going to go. And and accepting, embracing that, you have to. Because otherwise, this, the show will start to get a little annoying. You like, got to uh, just embrace that even, it could go anywhere. Even like a Joe, uh, Joe Man, what is it? Deathstroke. A Deathstroke. Could, I could see him. Being in a Slade Wilson? Yeah. Get, get us a Wade, Wade Slade. Slade dude in a okay. I, I just I just don't want uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg? Uh, okay, Eisenberg. bring him back too. No, bring him back, man. Yeah, bring him back. Have him pee the in a jar. Coming. The red coats are coming. Frank, who do you want? Who do you want? Man, you know I, I don't mind. I was hoping for Ratcatcher because she was probably one of my favorites from. She was uh, a good character, man, from mm -hmm. the Suicide Squad. So, but uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a uh, Tamara Morrison as Abin Sur. That'd be that'd be great. Re reprise his his legendary role. <laughs> Um, but no, no. I, I hope whatever they do with it, he was Abensor, wasn't he? he was, yeah. God, he's awful in everything. He's yeah. so bad all the time. One might argue that's why the movie Green Lantern sucked. Yeah. Um, no, but um, I, I really hope that out of anything, um, Peacemaker or D just DC Warner Brothers in general kind of keeps this Peacemaker-ish type tone throughout the universe because I think it, I think it really serves them well. I think this this kind of it, it's almost a meta. A meta tongue-in-cheek look at the the superhero genre, and I, th I think it really works for them, and I think they really need to keep up with it yeah. because the 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 whole Zack Snyder the the Earth Two James Gunn stuff does not work um, yeah. for them. I, I don't think I, people respond to that as well. Well, I think I think that's that's a funny thing that uh, you know you brought up because uh, Lindsay actually was when we were talking about it watching the show, she was saying, well, you know, DC's way better at doing this dark weird looks at their characters and i'm like i don't or, or doing the wackadoo stuff and i'm like i don't think it's that dc's better at it it's that at this point dc is ready to burn the whole thing down <laughs> yeah. and they're ready they're ready they're willing to just let anything fly and that's what's fun about it right marvel can't at this point like because because people look at the eternals and they get mad and they want a table flip because it's the eternals is too different from everything yeah. else that's been done before 
And so like they're 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 it's their fans that are putting them in this box and not allowing them to to breathe and do these yeah. weird stuff. DC the fans are like, can we just get a good thing, please? Yeah. Can we get one thing? Just give and us so, Mr. Mind. Fuck it. Exactly. And dude, like I would I, like with the butterflies, I actually was hoping for Mr. Mind, but then I remembered Mr. Mind was actually teased at the end of Shazam. Shazam, yeah. And so I'd rather leave Sh- Mr. Mind to to Shazam. But yeah, I think I think just uh, keep embracing the weird and keep 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 promising weird stuff that like no one else is going to deliver dude you know what would make me super happy the opposite of what you guys have been requesting give me actual bat mite yeah, yeah that was amazing yeah. that was so good mm-hmm. oh to man confirm, yeah, to confirm bat mites existence in this universe yeah oh my god no, confirmed yeah. imps. he confirmed imps in general like as yeah. if they were just a yeah. thing that happened yeah yeah, exactly. Well, he, he said it's I, real, right? Because he, yeah, he confirmed. That's, like, yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Real. Yeah. yeah, to confirm it in their who, universe. Who, play, who plays Batmite? Uh, the best one that's ever been is is uh, is Pee Wee. Uh, oh, Paul Rubens. Yeah, Paul yeah. Rubens. He's pretty great. I yeah, mean, at this they'll point, get Chris Pratt to print. If you if you do Batmite, <laughs> it's it's a CG character, man. It's yeah. just a freaking CG mm-hmm. character. It's or or hire like Martin Short or someone <laughs> someone like kind of oddly oddly short, but like still like kind of quirky fun. Yeah, There's, like, oddly, right? we, do, do we have a generate? Do we have a Martin Short of this generation? <laughs> Yeah, like it's called Kevin, Judo Kevin Master, Hart. Dude. Oh no, uh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito <laughs> is Batmite. No, Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart would be great too. Danny DeVito is Batmite. It's pretty interesting. Okay, that would be. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't really care like what they do. Just keep doing weird because. I and, yeah, I agree with you. Like you asked, you know, what would be interesting? That would make me happy. But the number one thing, exactly, just said, keep being weird. I like. I don't care what direction you go. But keeping it that, because one of the things that what I realized why the show is so good so far is the it's so cool to see not only the actors, but then the studio just put so much trust in James Gunn, because you could totally tell that the actors, they're like, OK, whatever you say, we're going to do it. And that's why you get the the crazy opening. And that's why yeah, you get the one lines of stuff. Uh, so I, I, I that's so refreshing when you when mm-hmm. to see everyone put so much trust in someone that has so much talent and and yeah so it's exciting be the crazy show, go any way you is, want the show is live action harley quinn if you, it's like if you took the zaniness zaniness of the harley quinn cartoon or animated series and you just made it live action that's what this is like every time i see the characters like judo master or vigilante i'm like these characters exist in the same universe as Batman and Superman. And that's hilarious and awesome because like they look so stupid. Like, they, <laughs> like, and so good, man. It's so they good. didn't even give up the helmet. Like they, they oh. make him keep the, they, they, they even upgrade his helmet. Yeah. yeah they, they double down, they, double yeah, down yeah. on the helmet. So good. They double down. But oh, one man. of the things that I didn't like at first uh, that, that goes along with that is when, when they did, frame his dad when like we had to do the, the, the fingerprints and like really so the smart guy chose the worst person he possibly could <laughs> the first time that happened i was annoyed i'm like really that's so stupid and then when they did it again i realized oh they're just going and, and then i had to let go and and then i i, and I loved it because i like but again. but but he literally gets called out for yes. it because uh, yes 
and and he's like and, and I, I started, started liking it after that but that first moment and that the fact that then they called him out for it i mean i'm like okay good you were in the bathroom yeah. and i didn't know if you were doing a number one or two like <laughs> uh i like i mean honestly i'm smart, just saying like smart is, that's what smart i got is rel- yeah. smart is relative yeah. right you can be you could be a computer wizard and have really bad judgment and and I totally read that as John Economos, and that and that's why he's never really advanced like far in in his, in his job, you know. Like yeah. he's he's that guy, and so it 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 totally amuses me. But man, if the end game of this story is the redemption of the White Dragon, that would be the most hilarious thing ever, man. Like I don't, I can't, I can't even, I don't even understand how that could work, but. I'm down for that. If that if you can read redeem somebody like that, that's just amazing. But I yeah. also like the the Sturphausens, the the people whose uh, apartment that uh, that peacemaker broke <laughs> no, into. Uh, no, Sturphausens, the oh, girl. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, the but you're Pretty, talking about Amber, Amber and Evan. I can't Amber and Evan. It. That's it. Amber yeah. and Evan. Yeah, they're hilarious, man. Those characters are so good. Yeah. yeah, they were fantastic. And that was cool that they, they called it back later. Yeah. She's like, can I, can uh, I it's definitely, it's definitely not, it's definitely the, not hot the hot guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, I, it, you know, what's weird about this conversation is like, we haven't really been combative or having to argue with each other. So Frank, do you think you could help us with that? Uh, I got nothing bad to say about the show, to be honest. Uh, not even a nerd fight. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Oh, it was a segue. Ah, oh, I missed it. Damn oh, it. I caught that one. Uh, that Come was on, good. Frank. You guys are the worst. Well, so we <laughs> talked about, or uh, I read in an in interview with uh, John Cena that uh, James Gunn told him that the character Peacemaker was like a dude bro douchey Captain America and to play it like that. And don't read up on Peacemaker. Don't, don't look into it or anything like that. So um, with that in mind... Share the screen. While he preps that, Lindsay has a nerd fight. Who wins? Amber versus Evan. I'm pretty sure Amber won, but yeah. I think I'm gonna have to Amber Amber got a three-way with Vigilante and, and Peacemaker, so I think she won. He had the mask on. He had the mask on. He kept it on. Okay. Poor Evan. Seven years of never listening to his wife talk about Cinderella. All right. And so, what was he doing? Douche, dude, bro, douche, Captain America versus dude, bro, douche, Captain America. Oh man! Oh man! Who uh, wins? Let's let's even. We're gonna even give Walker the super soldier serum. Peacemaker versus John Walker. Huh? John, John Walker. Yep. Who? Wins you think John Walker? This? Yeah. I would say wait, John Walker. Wait, wait, wait he's got. He's, he's got the serum. If he's got the serum, Walker. Walker wins. Yeah. You think so? Like Peacemaker's got gadgets, and he vaporized that woman, that butterfly. He does, with his he does have that helmet. Hmm. Yeah, but, but not not in this picture. Yeah, they're all the same helmet. No, they're no, not. They're the, one, not. The, the one with the they, Sonic has a blue stripe. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 oh, it, does it? Yeah. It oh, does. really? I didn't even know the, hel- the helmet's a different shape, and the one that they're gives all, you scabies. Different. different. Why wouldn't okay. you give all those things in one helmet? <laughs> like, why would? Yeah. Why is it like Iron Man? Because it's so much funnier that way. Yeah, I guess you get a point. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys are all unanimous with Walker. You think Walker wins? Yep. Dang, I mean, it, 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 it's especially not, if Walker you're, you're, has a shield. You're asking us which one wins a fight, right? 
Because yeah, yeah. which one is cooler is Peacemaker. Like, Peacemaker is yes. shown to be more formidable in combat, though, especially with weapons. If, well, well, all you have to do is shoot his bullet. <laughs> do you think Walker can shoot his bullets? Yeah, but Walker of the no, shield. He's got a big shield. All right, he's all right. Walker, Walker, Walker wins this one. Let's go to the next one. Who wins? Frank on that one. At no, playing uh, Spider-Man, X-Men, Arcade's Revenge. Well, uh, definitely Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Peacemaker yeah. for sure. You think Peacemaker beats Walker at that? I Walker's feel like got Peacemaker, Super Soldier Serum reflexes. But I feel like Peacemaker is just like, did you see his 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 trailer? I'm pretty sure he sits around and just plays video games all day. His trailer game. literally lo- looks like my room. I is this know. the arcade game? I know. No. no. You don't remember literally, it literally says Super Nintendo Entertainment System on no, the box. He said, Frank said arcade, though. Oh, versus Arcade. It, it's called Ar- Arcade's Revenge. Arcade's Revenge, yeah. yeah. Arcade yeah. was the villain of it. So, oh, so the, the premise okay. is that Arcade set, the, set each of these guys up with their own like villains or whatever that they have to fight. And you choose which which hero you want to go through, but but the trick is you can't win any of them because this game hates you. Nice. All right, next one. Who wins at uh, facial exercising? Who is the definitely the Cena? Definitely Peacemaker. Yeah, I don't know, man. John Walker was being a real big crybaby, especially uh, toward yeah when when you when you kill his best friend. Oh yeah. But, but Peacemaker looked better crying though. Yeah. He did. He so. did. Better than Tobey Maguire for sure. Yeah, and and Andrew Garfield better than both. That'll be yeah. the subject of the next verses for sure. Who's the better okay. crier? All right. So. Uh, what about Ricky? Where do you go on this one? John Cena. Cena's nice. the better crier. He's crying in that bed pretty hard. That was a that was actually a good scene because it was funny and emotional at the same time. It was like sad, funny, dramatic. That's good. I, I was a little bummed that Encanto didn't make me do my facial exercises. Like, d- definitely Up did. I think Inside Out uh, definitely did with freaking Bing Bong. I promise the, you, the, the more you intergenerational problems, didn't, the didn't, more uh, had to bring you the more team. you watch Luisa's song, the more you'll feel it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I watched. A, I, I know. watched it. I've watched it twice already. I'm not. A, I'm not an I'm older just, sibling, so I'm not there. So. All right, you don't have to one. be an older sibling to appreciate what what they do for you, Ricky. You get that right? Like, no, you do. Oh my god! Well, I, I'm an older. There was a whole sibling. song about it. I wasn't digging uh... it. I definitely like the Bruno song, and I kind of, I kind of wanted to do facial exercises when uh, the house started going, and I'm all like, man, that was a house, and then I was all like, man, that's a house. Who cares? It's no Sebastian. It's no Eagley. I don't know. Shit got pretty real in the grandma. Backstory hey, hey guys, hey, hmm? get back on tack. Get back oh, on last, track. last one. <laughs> who who does facial exercises more during Spider Man No Way Home? Hmm. Well, ideally, John Walker would know about like he's a Spider Man's real in his world, right? Oh, that's fair. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even consider that yeah. angle. So, does that make him cry? He's probably crying in that movie because the like, Statue of Liberty fell down. Well, if that's the case, then he'd have watched the Tobey Maguire ones because that that was pretty influential, and he'd be about age appropriate. I'm so confused right now. I'm gonna agree, especially Ricky, uh, because you know the, the Captain America. They put the Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty, and then yeah. it fell. Yeah, Walker would Walker would be crying. <laughs> yeah, he'd be crying. I'm confused. I'll go with I'll go with Peacemaker just because nobody else is. Uh, Fair enough. All right, that's yeah. the end. 
That's the end nice. of my show. That's the we end also, of. We also got a special request. Uh, I don't know. Based on based on the way these guys are talking about it, Selena, I don't I don't feel like comfortable being the only person defending this movie. It feels no, a little. I'd feels say a little that's not the best song. I liked it, all right? I, I like. I, I didn't. Like the music I didn't too. say it's the best song. I said it's the song that makes you want to do facial exercises. It doesn't have to be the best song. It'd make you cry. I think the Bruno one, I think, was the best song, in my opinion. Well, I mean, most of the world agrees with you because it's the number one song on Spotify. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one on Spotify? Just Spotify. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. That's like Let It Go almost. That's we don't talk go, about Spotify. There's mm-hmm. no way it was better than Let It Go, though. That's crazy. No, I mean, right now. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, what I'm I, saying I, is, I, like, I don't think Let It Go was the number one song on Spotify, was it? Oh, I don't know. But I mean, Spotify it, it, it all depends. Yeah, how many people were using Spotify then versus I, now? I feel like know? there's more people in the world that would enjoy. Don't we don't talk about? Mm, but look, somebody's but got what, taste. Somebody's got taste. I'm just saying. When I'm scrolling through TikTok, though, yeah, Louisa's song and Bruno are the two that I see the most. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Agreed. There's only like three songs well, in the movie, right? No, there's <laughs> the, fa- the family oh matriarchal. There's the we got, sister. We, we got, there's the. Oh yeah, we got it. We got to move this to the soapbox, guys. This is getting weird. Oh, we're turning into the Encanto show, everyone. Yeah, guys. Just to be clear, we love Peacemaker so much that, <laughs> that we, it, talk, about we talk about Encanto. Yeah. 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 No, really. If you haven't watched Peacemaker yet, and and um, I don't know how you stuck around with us this long, but really go watch it. It's super funny. Uh, it's super weird, and it it just. Like it sometimes it makes you feel stuff that you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't I didn't know I was gonna feel that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a clever thing, and I I look forward to talking about about it for the next five weeks um, because it's gonna be it's gonna be around every week. Uh, but yeah, so just to be clear, uh, next week uh, you can check back with us because we'll have our our good friend Nas here to talk more about Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker. But for now, thanks to Clark, Frank, and Ricky for nerding out with me today. If you'd like to take a moment to let people know where you can, where they can find you, now's your chance. I rephrase that because I know I, I like put cricket. I always put you guys on the spot. All right, host goes first. No. <laughs> well, unless Ricky, first. what's your temperature at, Ricky? Clark goes first, right there. Exactly. So that's what I was gonna say. Uh, you can see me at, uh, lately at LancerRadioNetwork.org. Uh, orange (laughs) orange is the new black uh so the last thing that i just did is we did coverage of the rose parade and we did an hour of pre-parade coverage and that's on uh lancer radio network.org and i produced a number of segments on that and it's really good stuff Uh, if you like rose parade and you want to know about some of the floats and the band uh, band fest and some of the other activities that were there um it's it's just about an hour of footage that's the latest thing that i've done so Check it awesome. out. Awesome. Cool. Uh, and then obviously for our show uh, that's coming after this, you can go to patreon.com slash media to watch the soapboxing. You don't have to watch it tonight if you don't want to. You can go there whenever. Uh, like And and as of next Wednesday, uh, the, the episode that we're about to record tonight will be available to the public. So uh, feel free to check it out there. There's a lot of free stuff actually on our Patreon because – uh, we only charge for a handful cool of things. Like What's up? We're cool like that. Yeah, we're cool like that. There's a lot of free stuff, so don't be like thrown off by the name Patreon. Um, and and uh, yeah, Frank, I think uh, you you're good at letting people know uh, what they can do uh, if they like the show. Yeah, they could write in, watch uh, Encanto, and let us know what you think. Um, 
No, they can uh, smash that like button. They can uh, comment because that really helps our numbers, helps our metrics, and uh, like it. And then definitely give us money on Patreon. Give us all the money. Give <laughs> hand us, send us your wallet. We're the wallet inspectors. We'll, we'll treat it with respect. Don't worry. Yes, and and thanks to the patrons that are already supporting our growth, and to our audience for tuning in. Uh, and yeah, I think that's that's all we got. Thanks, uh, thanks for watching, Dan Excelsior, True Believers. Enough said.